Hi, I'm Karen Crossley, and this is Rebuilding the American Dream, the Student Athlete Experience. In this podcast, we introduce you to leaders in college athletics who are shaping the experience of the student athlete on and off the fields of play. We discuss the challenges and innovations affecting athletics and higher education and how we can adapt to give student athletes a strong foundation for their futures. Today, I have the opportunity to talk to Dr. Cade Smith, Director of Athletics at the University of Alabama in Huntsville. Prior to his position, Cade has served as a teacher, a principal, and then as the head coach of the volleyball program at UAH. Now at the helm of the department, he understands the importance of providing an excellent education experience for UAH's student athletes. Cade earned all of his degrees from Harding University and another master's degree from UAH. During his first year, UAH has won two Gulf South Conference championships in men's cross country and men's basketball, and he has guided the Chargers through the uncertainty created by the COVID-19 global pandemic. Thank you so much for joining us today, Cade. As an athletic director, you offer a really unique perspective with your education credentials. Could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background and how those credentials have been a benefit to you? Well, first off, just I'm from Arkansas and of course now working in Alabama. My initial plan when I went to college was to be a chemistry teacher and a basketball coach. That's what I studied while I was there, which kind of led me into uh, being a K-12 teacher. I got into volleyball there pretty quick as well, but I spent five years as a, as a K-12 teacher, teaching physics and chemistry, coaching, coaching everything as beginning coaches do. And then while I was doing that, I was getting some more graduate credits and things along the way and went into being the high school principal there after five years in the classroom, continuing to coach a little bit. I did that for a couple of years, which was a good experience. I was pretty young. I did that and then had the opportunity to go back into college athletics full-time and coach volleyball. So that's what, that's what had me moved to Alabama to where I currently am now. Was an assistant coach for three years, uh, the head coach for, I guess, five years, however you count COVID in that. So five, five years, but four seasons. And at a point there in, in 2019 is when I, I moved into the interim role as the athletic director. Through that process, I had finished a couple of more degrees. And so was the interim for 10 months. And then uh, in April of 20, got the, the permanent or full-time job, I'll say. Um, and so that background, I think, led me to why they named me the interim, just because I had been, had oversight of multiple people as a principal. Uh, and then not a lot of people in our department had had any experience like that. I think my experience just in education in general um, gives me a good jumping off point with student athletes, just for the fact that education has been really important to me. That's the reason that I've done most of the things that I've done. Uh, and then also just having coached many, many of the sports that we have here, not all at the college level, but um, it gives me a little bit of a perspective that maybe I otherwise wouldn't have had. Uh, so I can at least know a little bit when I need to talk to the basketball coach or the volleyball coach or the track coach or baseball, softball, any of the other things that I've, that I've had. And so I think that probably, it probably helps them know that they can kind of talk to me in a different way. And then also just for the fact that I was, I was their peer, uh, you know, I was on their hallway for, uh, for a good while before I kind of came onto the other side of the building. And so whenever they tell me when coaches are going through something, whether it's frustration with an expense report or a bus company or equipment purchases. You know, I was in their same shoes just a couple of years ago. And so I think that probably helps them. I hope that it helps them uh, because what's important to them is important to me. And I think that they know that. 
So that jack of all trades opportunity kind of gives you the accessibility for not only the administrators, but probably also for the students. Yeah, I think so. Just, you know, even in how you're able to interact with them after a game or after a practice or something, just having a, enough working knowledge about what's going on out there, I think helps, helps to be relatable. You know, in a role here, we're a Division II school. Um, we are a pretty large Division II school as far as student body. So we've got about 10,000 students, which is on the, the higher side. But staffing wise, we're not huge. We've got about 40 total staff that are full time. Um, split between coaches and administrators. And so our administrative staff, we all wear lots of hats. And so uh, being at this level, we kind of have a, a generalist way of, of working through things. And so I think an athletic director at this role gets his hands in a lot of things, you know, whether it be the internal side, the external side, compliance. I don't just necessarily get to focus on on one thing because we all have to do a little bit of everything. So in some ways that prepares us for a lot of things. In other ways, it probably bogs us down at times, but I try to look at it as a positive thing. I think it can be a positive thing, even as a student athlete. Uh, when they take general studies, it helps them figure out what they need to do, what they want to do, and leads to better, I think, outcomes as they are able to explore different opportunities. It's probably the same with the administrators. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, just how taking a general education requirement in college is not only having a holistic opportunity to learn, but just learning how to learn, too. Um, and so I think that's as valuable as anything else. That must create a very great team environment among the administrators. So you had mentioned your total student body. You have about 320, 340 student athletes. What is the athletic department at UAH doing to help differentiate itself with future recruits? The school differentiates itself. It can stand on its own two feet. So uh, we have a great institution. Uh, we're a tier one research institution, which is the highest you know, certification, Carnegie certification that you can get and something that we pride ourselves in. Um, and so being a major STEM institution where you literally have opportunities right out the door to go and have great internships and co-ops and job shadows at some of the most important companies in STEM in the country, that sells a lot. So um, the university sells itself. We don't have to worry too much about that. Huntsville as a city sells itself. It's a really smart tech savvy uh, engineering town. The thing we brag about now is the U.S. News and World Report had it as the number one best place to live in America. So those things uh, not only are used for student athletes, but for the general student body. As far as athletics, I mean, just our people, just the people that are here, our coaches. We have multiple coaches that have been here 15 plus years, uh, some over 20 years. And so uh, there is a lot to be said about institutional knowledge and being familiar with the history of an institution. We have some administrators that have been here even over 30 years. And so seeing that it's a place where people come and they stay and they make a career out of it, it's not necessarily just a stepping stone to something else, I think says a lot to recruits. And so it's always about the people. So that must mean a lot to the community as Huntsville can stand on its own and the institution can stand on its own. What does that mean to the community around you? And how are your programs interacting with the community, especially as you've seen record enrollment come into the institution? As our enrollment increases, that extends, you know, our reach as a department. Because of the growth of Huntsville, you know, there are a lot of workforce needs that need to be met here in our, in our community. Uh, just, you know, whether it be STEM or something related to STEM, the FBI's added thousands of jobs here. Um, we have a major arsenal here. We have 
NASA has a place here. Any type of engineering company you can think of is probably housed here, at least has an office here in Huntsville. And so with increased enrollment, that helps to meet those workforce needs that are in, in the area, which builds our community and that also builds our builds our university. Athletically, it helps us because it extends into places that maybe we haven't been before. Um, and then maybe somebody in, in town X wanted to come here and be an engineer. And maybe they weren't an athlete, but maybe their best friend is the best basketball player at the school. And now he's heard about UAH because of us being able to broaden our reach a little bit. And so that's you know, as enrollment increases, those are the sorts of things that happen. So we think about that. We think about how to extend our brand, you know, how want to have people know, know who we are. All those things can happen as, as schools get bigger. Uh, So that, I think that's the best thing about not only the university growing, but also just our town, you know, getting bigger, the recognition that it's getting, it's always been a great place. Both have been great, but now more people are knowing about it. The student athlete experience is is not the same for every single student. For example, some students may be the best athletes in high school, but then find they really struggle competing in college. How do you help students reestablish those identities and adjust their expectations once they're competing in college? It's a good question because I would argue that nearly every one of our athletes were probably the best on their team in high school mm. or on their travel team or, or whatever. But once you get to college, it is a great opportunity to kind of restart or hit that reset button, an opportunity for, for them to find their identity. They're out, you know, somewhat on their own. You know, their parents are probably not taking them to practice anymore. I think just being on a team at this level with other people that were also really skilled and maybe people that had similar experiences to them in high school, I think it helps them to build more skills that I think will make them successful in life. You know, you have to be good at teamwork. They're going to experience maybe some diversity that they haven't experienced before, depending on where they're from. Um, They're going to have to learn how to manage time. Uh, They're going to face some adversity because of either just it's hard. The school is hard. It's hard to play in college. Uh, Maybe they're not getting the playing time that they once had. Um, And so they got to face that and they can overcome that. And that's just going to make them better uh, when they're a nurse or when they're an engineer or when they're a teacher because because they've gone through that. Our athletes have really been successful in the classroom. Uh, We've had a lot of success, you know, athletically, but they really have been great students. Uh, We like to brag they have the highest GPA of any subgroup on our campus, and we're really proud of that. But whenever they can maybe adjust their expectations, maybe when they come here, they're just thinking about sports, but whenever they can adjust that to how does my experience here help me later on, um, realize the opportunity that they opportunity they have to be a college athlete and learn all of these things, they really have an opportunity to elevate themselves beyond sport. And I think that helps them in the future. There are a lot of different jobs and people in the industry that like to hire former athletes or people that were involved in sports or are all extracurricular activities. But for them to have that opportunity to reset, reset expectations and kind of use this as a launching pad uh, for the rest of their life, I think you can't put a price on that. With the student athlete being under intense stress, and especially at a tier one research institution with academic rigors and, and, and the competitions on top of that, 
what academic resources are available to students there at UAH and particularly mental health resources. It's a very hot topic with athletes in general. How are you able to serve the students in that way? That is a challenge uh, that I'm, I'm sure all institutions face, uh, especially those that maybe don't have some of the resources that a larger uh, institution, maybe a big power five athletic department might have. Uh, but I know that they still face all of these things as well. From an academic standpoint, we have a great student success center that's available to all students. You know, they have tutors they can have for almost every class. They have tutoring, uh, they call it a tutoring blitz when they're preparing for finals. A lot of times I tell them, if you're not, if you're not getting help, it's probably your own fault because it's mm-hmm. free. It is literally right across the street from our building. And so they have some opportunities there. We don't have any of that within our department. So the same thing the general student body gets, um, our athletes get. It'd be great if we had our own, but just from a resource standpoint, that's not really where we are. We, we did just um, recently hire someone in student athlete development, which is someone who not only just helps them with life skills and those sorts of things, but it's someone that can point them to other resources. And I feel like that's kind of something that we have to do, especially in the mental health side. We don't have a lot of mental health counselors, uh, you know, in our department, even on campus, they're all just full. You can't hardly get a get an appointment. And so for us to be able to point them to other resources, our director of student athlete development went through and became certified to train coaches in, in mental health first aid to be able to kind of recognize some of those things. We're not obviously, you know, clinical psychologists or psychiatrists or any of that sort of thing, but we can recognize maybe some red flags uh, that can help. And so we're working on getting everyone trained because she's gone through that. We try to focus on some things, even the NCAA is to focus on these things through some of our training on making sure the student athletes are getting enough sleep, uh, which is one of the biggest things that can help them lower their stress, which is a, has a big impact on their mental health, help them with nutrition. This last year, we had um, some experts in the field of mental health come in and do kind of a series of events throughout the year, talking about different things, talking about uh, mental health, talking about time management, talking about stress. Um, and so we're trying to make those things available uh, on a limited budget to our student athletes. And they were pretty well received. I don't think that you're ever going to feel like you're doing enough, uh, but at least we are providing opportunities. We have resources we can point them to. And that's definitely something that stays on my radar for how do we continue to improve with that. Uh, just COVID alone has brought on all different types of, of mental health things that maybe we weren't prepared for. It is something that is on our radar and something that we've, we've got to do a better job of that, um, even with our limited resources. It must help yeah. a lot to have those personal relationships that you've developed to be able to watch for those signs that you know the student athlete. I think everybody needs to do better, but we also need to be able to meet students where they're at with where we're at. We're also limited, but I think if everybody's trying their best, that's the best that we can do. Sure. And not, not only just the students, but just staff. Some things that gets lost sometimes is just the mental health of our staff um, who are also just trying to deal with all of these things. And so not only taking care of the students, but taking care of each other is something that's really, really important. That's a really good point. Uh, staff burnout is probably something that's not often talked about. The focus is on the student athletes, but we can't help them if we can't help ourselves. If you just look, uh, you know, if you're following any of the tickers or whatever, just the amount of athletic administrators that are getting out of the business every day. Uh, is a little bit mind-boggling. Some of it's just they have the opportunity to retire, and so they do that. But 
Um, it's just a, it's a tough time in this industry, like it is in a lot of other industries. It's definitely something that, that we've got to focus on. So this podcast is called Rebuilding the American Dream, the Student-Athlete Experience. What does the American Dream mean to you? Uh, for me, it's that if you, if you work hard, you can accomplish anything. And in this country, you have the freedom to pursue it. Um, it's not something that we should take for granted either because there's, there's a lot of people in the world that don't have the same opportunities that we do have. So we ask that question in every single podcast, and I love the fact that it means something different to every single person. Everybody answers right. a little bit differently. So what advice would you give to young people counting their futures in athletics, whether that be current student athletes, future student athletes, or um, even young administrators coming up through the ranks? For young student athletes, it's just, you know, continue to work really, really hard and be really, really good students. And they continue to work on to work on whatever sport they're they're involved in, you know, try to get the best coaching that they can, and try to try to witness other people at a high level performing the sport that they're interested in. Anytime you can watch the the people that are the best perform whatever task it is, I think that is a great learning experience for for people that want to get into either coaching or being an administrator at the college level. I just think it's uh, get involved, uh, especially while you're while you're an undergrad. You may be able to be a student assistant on one of the teams, volunteer, uh, even if it's just a little bit of time or it's getting involved in one aspect. Maybe it's a video production or it's a ticketing or it's, you know, operation. You may be running the concession stand, but it's it's getting involved in some type of operations at, at the athletic department. Um, if they have the opportunity to be a graduate assistant within the athletic department, I think that typically becomes kind of one of those generalist opportunities that we talked before. And so they kind of get exposed to a lot of things. But and, and then the last thing I would say is just go talk to someone that's in a role that you think you're interested in. Um, we have a sports management major here, and I go speak to the class every every semester, and I always say, if you ever want to come by and talk, please do that. And I always have one or two that, that end up doing that. Um, talk to someone. I think most people in our industry are really open to those conversations with young people and kind of see that as a way to, to give back. And also, we're going to need a lot of people in this industry. Uh, the people retiring and getting out all the time. So we got a lot of jobs to fill. Um, and so we need good young people that are, that are wanting to get into it. That's really good advice. It's also self-driven. Go find a mentor, go find an example, come talk to me. The encouragement that we need to be kind of in charge of our own futures and keeping student athletes engaged in those conversations and helping them move forward, I think is, uh, is super important. That's the advice for any industry, though, for our student athletes, right? It's if they think they want to go be a, an engineer or a teacher, go talk to one. So good thing for all of our young people to be to be doing. In one of our other podcasts, um, one of the administrators we spoke to said how important it was to tell the students to cross that threshold. Just take yeah. that step. Don't be afraid to walk in the door of somewhere. Um, yeah. And I, I've, I've thought about that a lot, not only in my personal professional life, but yeah, it's, it's uh, applicable to everywhere. Yeah. Agreed. Kate, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you and we hope to talk to you again soon. Thanks, Karen. I appreciate it. And thanks for what you're doing on this. You've been listening to me, Karen Crossley of Degree Insurance, and this is Rebuilding the American Dream, the student athlete experience. Find out more on our website, americandream.fm, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Degree Insurance. Until next time.